Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Study today on the Colleen and Bradley show. I'm very oh, proud. I'm very proud. Well, you know, we need participation from our listening audience. Um, it's a simple question, really, and I'd like to uh, keep track of the data that we compile in this. Uh, All right. So, this moment, the question. Pen and paper. Yep. Uh, the question is: You're eating macaroni and cheese. What utensil do you pick up to eat with? <sighs> Six five one six four one one zero seven one. There's a reason, and I don't want to. Okay, I don't want to give it away. I don't want to give away the reason. Well, there's why a I'm right asking. answer, but sure. Well, okay. I think there's a right answer too. So last night, you know what I was searching for because I wanted to see if I could get my hands on it was that pink macaroni and cheese oh. that Kraft is doing. Because I thought that would be a great cheat day. Oh, for cheating! I was thinking yeah. about us, you guys. Oh, okay, oh, okay? That's all in my off hours. As long as you weren't thinking about your family. No, mm-hmm. good. <laughs> no, I, they get enough of this. Okay, so I was looking for. So I googled like pink macaroni and cheese. Oh no! I was like, where can I get it? Yeah. And one of the things that came up was an Etsy product that was a utensil, a silver utensil that had like. Uh, engraved in it, so and so's mac and cheese, something blank. Okay, and it was the wrong utensil. Mm. Like I was like, who I does hope, that? I really hope it's what I think this is because if so not, too. we're going to have a fight. I know, but I, but I don't think we are. So six five one six four one one zero seven one. It really is an easy question. It's not. This is you don't need to be like qualified to have this moment. But are, I will. Can I ask a question? Sure. Are you literally just going to take people's answer, or are you going to judge their answer when they give it? I'm I'm going to try not to judge it when they give it. So why don't we just take a couple, and then you yeah, can yeah, tell yeah. us what the right answer is. I would is. like to I would like to take uh I would love to take five because we need one clear winner. Three. Okay. Sure. Do we have three callers, Holly? No, we have one. Okay, fine. But let's go to Megan. I need two more. Hello, Megan. Megan, when you are eating macaroni and cheese, what utensil are you using? So when I eat macaroni and cheese, I use a fork. But when my son, who's sick, eats macaroni and cheese, he uses a spoon. So I think it depends on the age, not to like mess with you, but... That's okay. I'm gonna we'll accept. Take her answer. I'm gonna accept your answer because you're an adult and you know things about <laughs> the world. Yeah, Megan, yeah. thank you for your call. I mean, a kid. Let's be clear. A kid could just pick it up with his hand. So that's well, they do. What, yeah, well, I'm, what I'm saying is, yeah. we don't really. We, we don't, shan't be taking yeah. their advice. Yeah, six five one. They would lick the floor. Six four one one zero oh, seven one. When you are eating macaroni and cheese, what utensil do you pick up? 
to eat said macaroni and cheese. So you think there's, to be clear to the audience, there is a correct answer. Yeah. And you want to see if the audience gives the correct answer. Basically, I want to see what the majority is actually doing. Now, our sample group is just two more people, correct? Sure. All right. So let's go to Denise. Hello, Denise. Denise, when you are eating macaroni and cheese, what (laughs) utensil do you use? Well, because I'm older than three, I use a fork. Thank you. I'm not (laughs) saying that's right, but that's... Thank you for your call, Denise. I don't you want to are being the so, sample. You are being so obviously I, non-tainty right now. Let's go to our okay. third caller. Holly. Who do we have on the line? Leanne. Leanne, when you eat macaroni and cheese, Leanne, what utensil do you pick up? A fork for myself, yeah. Okay, are you picking other up... People, other people in my family use other things. Uh, myself. Okay, How can I ask a question? Yes. What is the age of the other people in your house that use other implements? Uh, the people who use other implements are ages 7 and below. Okay, 7 and below. Wonderful. Thank you, Leanne, for your conversation. Can I uh, add, because you know you originally said 5, so yeah. let's just make it an Evie, Evie, Evie Stevie 5 with Holly and myself. Okay, Should we perfect. do that? Good. When you we eat don't know anything cheese. about what you expect us to no, say. No, of course Nothing. not. You can't tell. My gut reaction when you first asked this question was to say fork. Because I the there is only one dish that I will grab a spoon for that is an entree. Soup. Actually, I take that back then. Not including soup. There's one other entree. And it's because... Cereal. That's not an entree. And if it is, you're... Seven. So, but I'll get to we. I don't want to. Okay. I so fork. Okay. Holly. Fork hands down. Okay. So. Colleen, what is the correct answer? A fork is obviously. I just couldn't even. I was like, who said spoon? Nobody said it. It was that picture that I saw of that Etsy product where you can get a spoon that has your name engraved on it, and it says so and so's macaroni and cheese spoon, and it was not a children's spoon. So I was like, uh, "You were offended." Adult is using (laughs) a spoon. A spoon is a shovel. Can I say I do like a spoon when we have when it's curry night? Well, yeah, because you got to get all the juices. Yeah, if it's really saucy, I like a spoon. But do but, you use the but spoon macaroni last? And it's che- like a second thing. It's like I go in with the fork first, and yeah. then I come back later with the spoon. Yeah, have both Not when of them. I have curry. Really? But it's a really gravy-forward experience, so it's very stewy, soupy. Okay, I just still feel like. But t- but that's a but, cleanup thing. It's a shovel. But yeah. Uh, to be fair. I no, I was gonna say something debaggy. Um, I think that macaroni and cheese. I would never think of s- spoon because it's not soupy. No, I guess maybe if your macaroni and cheese was like wet, but it's all sli- it's slippery enough. Yes, where the noodles are gonna slide off the spoon, the spoon. and it's gonna be annoying. Right, and then well, you're chasing I, it around. Or with it's your spoon. not, but like I actually think it's the opposite is true. Which justifies the fork. Like usually, it's not soupy enough. So you gotta so, like, stab, you just those stab it, yeah, and take a big chunk because the cheese is like gelatinous. Also, the fun part is trying to get a noodle on each tine of the fork, and then just <laughs> nope. Okay, okay. Just so me? back to being seven. Fine. 
No big deal. I Do you also put them like on your eat, fingies? Like, I also like to eat bugles off my fingers, well, okay? Yeah. Well, who doesn't? Thank you. Exactly. No, I just was so stunned by that. I was like, okay, let's actually just take a sample of human No, I beings. think that was a, that was a, I think you, you had the right impulse my mm-hmm. next, for a change. Next time we do this, hmm? uh, I would like to confront the issue of mashed potatoes. Again, I just, nope, I'm not going to give you my answer. Well, we know your answer. Yeah, we it's know a the answer. Yeah. I know, as an adult, I just honestly, again, yeah. soup is the only spoony thing. My only caveat to that is if it's very soupy, like if there's a lot of soup I'm going to be missing, even if it's a chonky experience, I'm going to use a spoon. Well, here's the question. Yeah. Meaning like if it's this a really soupy stew, because I like soup, like brothy stews. Okay, but then I get excited about, like, what can I dip in that? Oh, yeah, for sure. Right? So, like, what bread experience, what kind of carbohydrate yeah. experience can Or you can just drink out of the bowl. Fine. No, I'm not even opposed not to that. <laughs> that's Do not it. acceptable. I just can't, over the age of, like, I'm going to say seven. Seven is, like, my spoon threshold. At seven, all spoons should get taken away. But if someone presents you a spoon while you're eating your you're mashed like, potatoes... You do realize that like, the fork is a relatively late invention in culinary yes, but, utensilry. But that's the thing. is like That's modern. That is a modern tool, and we should be using it. There's a reason it came to be. Wow, I'm just I'm I am I'm excited because usually I'm the one that's irrational when it comes to. Are you calling my love of a fork irrational? No, it's it's your hatred for people with spoons yeah. that seems somewhat people. irrational. I, I don't hate the player. I hate the, the game. game. No, no, I think you do. I think you hate the player. Also, the temptation for people to hold their spoon like a shovel and actually like. Okay, well, let's go let's back to Forkland. Neanderthals. I'm just, I'm just saying, let's go back to Forkland. Do you now? Here's a question: yeah. Do you hold your fork and knife the right way? Because that used to drive me nuts. But I've I hold up. my fork upside down uh, yeah. in my left hand. I cut yeah. So you with don't use right. your fork as a shovel, right? It's I do it you the pu- Europe- European way. Yeah. Do it. Do the push. You push, yeah. and then you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I'm dainty. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, speaking of being dainty, dainty we are going <laughs> to shove some stuff in our mouths. No That's... utensils required. Woo-hoo! With our, our hands. It is cheat day. We're going to cheat after this on My Talk 1071. It always makes me think of condoms. Uh, because his name is Duncan Sheep. You should tell that to him. <laughs> well, you... It's Friday on the Colleen. I don't know what to do with you. <laughs> This song makes me think of condoms. Um, this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trader. And uh, what do we do on Fridays, guys? Condoms. Condoms. What do we do? Put things in. Oh. <laughs> okay, just you walk away again. from that. What do we do on Fridays? Put things in our mouth. Dirty, rotten cheetah. Cheat day. Alright, so what are we uh, sticking in our mouth today? Well, today's mouth treat comes from our good friend Holly Roberts. And the Girl Scouts of America. <laughs> yeah, I didn't make these. Are you a Girl Scout? Well, no, no Holly, she, she got them for us, yeah. is my point. Yes. Well, I got is a loose term Look, here. <laughs> it's... 
theater acquired. of the mind. Theater we, of the mind. You could just say, yeah, you're welcome. I got you some things. Holly acquired <laughs> these Girl Scout cookies. They're a new flavor, right? Yes. Tell us about them. Toast yay. Oh, wait, hold on. Um, so, Holly, uh, tell us about them. It's nice that you selected this song because the packaging is in a nice lime green. Mm. These have nothing to do with Margaritaville, though. They're toastiers. I was just trying to troll you. Yeah, I know. What's a toastier? French toast-inspired cookies dipped in delicious icing and full of flavor in every bite. Yay! You can really... It smells very French toasty. Mm. Yeah, they're big. And they're the shape of French toast. I mean... If French toast were a child's toy, yes. <laughs> it does look like a child's toy French toast. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Well, it kind of looks like it like came a, from a play set. Yeah. Like play school with yeah. the K. Oh, it yep. smells like French toast. Yeah, it actually, what it smells like to me is cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, oh, but then there's like a yeah. mapley. Yeah. Or is that, yeah, okay. Yeah, because I think it's a maple experience, right? I'm putting it in my mouth. Mm. Well, yeah, Colleen's ma- not wasting any time. Maple syrup is one of the. Um, so it's like an iced shortbread cookie. What do you think, Colleen? It's good. Listen, the Girl Scouts have never let me down. The Girl Scouts of America make the best cookies. Like, am I going to put these in my order? Probably not, but I'm not mad that I'm eating it right now. I would eat two. (laughs) I mean, you will eat two. Probably I only have one, but oh, I might march on down. I sold two. You did. Um, here's the thing. I want to give an honest appraisal. Yeah. So it's very maple forward. Mm-hmm. That sort of artificially maple. Mm-hmm. I like the icing because I like iced animal cookies, for example. Mm-hmm. So I like that. The cookie part is a little dusty. It's a drier cookie. Can I ask a question before we before you go forward? Mm-hmm. When you put it in your mouth, what direction is toward your tongue? The cookie. Okay, me too. So I'm wondering. I'm gonna now. I'm gonna flip it okay, and reverse, reverse it, it and see yeah. what. Do you know what that is? She's actually saying what she just said in reverse. In reverse. Thanks, Colleen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's probably some mm-hmm. sort of like Satan thing. Like Satan's going to get you. Okay. Nope. It's a different experience if you flip it over. I mean, it's really like two cookies in one. <laughs> I mean, you're still eating the same cookie, though. I know, but it's a different like flavor. Well, I don't taste anything journey. when I put that plastic on my mouth. Uh-huh. I don't taste it. I appreciate the size of the cookie mm-hmm. because in terms of Girl Scout cookies, this is rather large. Yeah. Because if feel I have like a you're complaint, getting a... it's that they skimp on size. Yeah, the, the Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> yeah, because you don't eat the whole box. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah, but they, yeah. they've gotten smaller over the I years. I hate that they make me take so many bites. I can't just shove an entire plate-sized cookie into my mouth. How rude. <laughs> um, Which is what she just did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I will say I don't hate it, but to Colleen's point, I wouldn't probably order a thing. Mm-mm. Now, I'm glad we tried it because I actually was going to order a thing. Oh, good. Because I was going to order. You can order like a box that has like six kinds in it. Oh, wow. Okay. You guys. Did you know let, that? Let's talk about the game change this year. Yeah. <laughs> actually, it started a couple of years ago, but you don't need to find your own personal dealer anymore yeah you couldn't buy them online my problem always was this children are not my favorite creature i know this about you and so and i will say usually children in groups even less of my favorite one is bad (laughs) are worse like a herd of youth (laughs) yes you just open open the door to a herd of youth and you're like whoa go in the opposite direction (laughs) so anyway so the problem i always had was like i didn't want to stop at the like girl scout table because you gotta talk to them then you gotta you know hey guys what's up kids and that's part of their whole the one of the development corners in like personal like salesmanship and they don't want to talk to me and so <laughs> this way i can support them because i want children to have good moral values okay can i tell you something i just want to bring an awareness to the table with our cookies today bradley it doesn't matter that they're youth <laughs> you don't want to talk to people <laughs> well so i like you i think well one of the five essential skills according to the packaging holly you too it was not an uh, i didn't atten- intentionally omit you thank you what what are the five skills holly goal setting mm. people skills oh. decision making business ethics and money management according we missed, to the pack we missed most of those units on the colleen and bradley show <laughs> No, that's I why I'm I'm like I did think to myself I do need to order Girl Scout cookies this year because I'm never going to see Girl Scouts. That's the honest truth. Because mm-hmm. um, I have they're not trying to earn badges in your area <laughs> unless they're doing YouTube Ethel Merman badges. Yeah, you were right. Now that then, would be a badge. I don't want up. Girl Scouts in my area <laughs> trying to earn a badge. Thank you, Colleen. Oh, but God. I haven't seen them in my area. That's the God's honest truth. <laughs> I actually haven't seen a lot of Girl Scouts around. Well, I'm not That's going what I mean. anywhere. Like, Let's be normally, honest. Normally, <laughs> the only time I ever see Girl Scouts is at the grocery store right. or somebody here. And I don't know if you've been paying attention this year. Yeah, no Girl Scouts. There's no so like because there's out. no Girl Scout parents. Yeah, but anyway, thanks, girls. Thanks, Ratings. girls. Okay, I'm gonna give it a three point five. Three point five. I give it a three. I give it a three. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, celebrities behaving badly. We call them G-Bad. after this on my talk 107.1. Oh, celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, we have a name for those celebrities behaving badly, and that name is. G-Berg. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. D-Bag. Chloe Kardashian. Otherwise known as Chloe, but she's got that accent. 
on the E, so Chloe. Right, nobody uses it. We should definitely make sure that people are using that. Chloe. Well, if it was Chloe, then her name would be Chloe Kardashian, and Cloaca is Ooh. not a thing that I think she wants to be yeah, synonymous with. Like, you can that's Google the it. Bird, bird naughties. Yeah. Um, okay, so Chloe Kardashian unleashed her frustrations Thursday after a fan insinuated that she's keeping her sister Kylie from reconciling with Bestie Jordan Woods. And Ooh. she clapped to the back. Oh, she is. Listen, oh. if there's one thing we've learned about Chloe, it's that she is a master clap backer. So I I want to read the clap back to you, and I want to just take you on this journey, and I want you to find the D-bag. Okay. I mean, not that it's going to be hard. I am so sick and tired of this narrative that I control my sister or I dictate uh, who she chooses to surround herself with. Never once have I ever, and I mean ever all caps, told my sister who she can be friends with. She's an adult who can have whatever she wants to do. Do whatever she wants to do. I will support her in anything and everything she wants to do. I love my sister unconditionally. That means regardless of who she chooses to be friends with, I will always love, respect, and value my sister unconditionally. She is my life partner, and I will always respect what she chooses. By the way, I have no ill feelings towards anyone, truly. My heart carries no hatred at all. Unless you actually know what you're talking about respectfully, shut the bleep up, all caps! Do you want to find the D-bag? I mean, it's Chloe. Yeah, but I mean, like, particularly? Uh, Am I missing something? Yeah. By the way, I have no ill feelings towards anyone truly. My heart carries no hatred at all. Unless you actually know what you're talking about respectfully. All caps. Shut the bleep up! She don't have no... But she's so rude. Well, exactly. Thank you. So if you're going to try to be all like, I love everyone, you don't tell them to shut the bleep up in all caps. Right. So um, that's number one. Number two, nobody cares. Number three, you are screaming at nobody, which means that this issue has gotten under your skin such that you needed to write a um, completely unhinged, deranged response. Right. You are screaming on social media to somebody you don't know at length. Yeah. While while simultaneously saying, I don't carry hate in my heart. Yeah. Mm. Which you do. You just did. You, you just, do. You were. When you tell, because I will tell you what I would never do. Oh, tell me. Well, I mean, I would never tell someone to shut the bleep up in my Instagram. Here's what also we learn from that is something got to her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like because the appropriate it, response is like just let it go. Well, yeah, you choose. She is choosing. We talk about this behavior all the time, right? The clap back behavior. Right. If you are clapping back, you are indulging the person's criticism. Mm-hmm. Now, It's not that I don't understand the impulse to want to respond. We all do when we feel we're being attacked or attacked unfairly. But I would say in the year 2012, if you are then able to have that feeling and then you are forced 
to go to social, not force, but like you find yourself moved to go to social media and respond in this longer way, I would say um, this is telling us way more about you. Right. Then it's te- because here's the truth. I don't know who at Minji dot four thirty is. A bot. And I don't care. Well, I, now there's an interesting theory. Mm-hmm. Let's pull the thread on that. If indeed this was a bot, mm-hmm. the bot planted to make a negative comment to allow for Chloe to to put this topic front and center. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's entirely possible. I don't even think you need to have Elon Musk um, or, you know, China or to pick some random, you know, like Vladimir Putin or like to use a phrase that's been overused, some guy in a basement somewhere. There are always people responding negatively to Chloe. Yeah. Such that she can pick and choose whenever she wants to respond to some of those people, right? right? Like she has thousands of people commenting on her stuff daily. Um, even more than like you or I or the people listening to our conversation, like we don't have people responding like this to everything we do and say. Mm-hmm. So, we often make the mistake of treating Chloe. Well, I don't think we do, but like you can see how people would be like, oh, she's just standing up for herself. And it must be really hard having all these people come after her for doing this thing. Really? Really? And that's exactly what she really? wants is she wants people to feel sympathetic toward her. Yeah. And really, it doesn't matter who you are, you could be Mother Teresa. And you will have people willing to hate on you. Mother Teresa had death threats, and she didn't all caps tell people to shut the bleep up. Thank you. Do you want to know who my D-bag is? But of course. Oh, my gosh. It's Pamela Anderson, you guys. My God, what did she do? She is in a space. So have you ever heard of the show? I believe it's a British show. It's called Loose Women. Oh, yeah. That's like The View. Yeah, exactly. So Pamela Anderson was on Loose Women. And you know, she just got married, right? Yeah, after five minutes. After five minutes. Yeah, well, whatever. That's my opinion. Oh, no, I would love to hear it because this person also shows up in this uh, moment. She's being interviewed on Loose Women. She got married on Christmas and uh, she conducts the interview from her bed. Oh, that seems valuable valuable with her new husband oh in her undies laying there nuzzling his neck it is awkward um you sort of get the impression that maybe she's on some sort of altering substance maybe Mm -hmm. um and she explains how they met she's in canada she's on what she calls a magical estate in canada and he was the uh, handyman that was working on yeah. her property. Who was married and Who has children. Married. Yeah. And uh, she wants you to know that they haven't left the bed since they got married and um, on Christmas. Oh, That's not a good thing, y'all. You got to get up and move around. You got to, yeah. I hope they're turning them every once in yeah, a while. I mean, do they have like a, a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory fetish? I mean, it's... they're trying to be the grandparents who never leave the bed, right? But they're next to each other instead of foot to foot. This is. We should be worried about Pam. 
I mean, what was your first clue? I mean, you know, she goes in fits and starts. There are times with Pamela Anderson where I'm like, oh, she's in a good space. She's not, guys. She's not. She's we're not. She's not in a good space. The other thing I just think is so weird is like in this moment, nobody on Loose Women, none of the hosts are like, this is weird. They all. And this is another thing that I just can't stand about. Um about entertainment and pop culture is the way people pander to the celebrity. Like if I'm on the loose women, no, I wouldn't do it either. But I want to believe that if I were one of the loose women uh, hosts Mm -hmm. and we're talking to Pamela Anderson, nuzzling her new husband in bed, kind of probably on a mood altering substance um, live, I might be like, honey, get out of like, are you serious right now? Well, but you know how this is. I know. I know. That's why I said I probably wouldn't actually. Because we would not. No. Do, we, wouldn't we wouldn't tell her to get out of bed. No. We'd say, tell us more about being in bed. And then right. we'd rush uh, this story out to the Internet as quickly as possible. Which to be is like, what the loose hey, women did. Yes. Mm-hmm. They got real loose with so. it. Um, I just encourage people to go read about Dan Hayhurst's ex-wife. Hmm. Um, because from what I read, Pamela Anderson is, according to her, a home to the wrecker. Okay, so what? Tell like tell me because I haven't like done the work on. Uh, oh, I've done extensive work. Okay, well, tell me what you've done. <laughs> no, it was not extensive. I read an article. Um, from what I uh can gather, she well, you said it. He was working as a handyman on her home and she was laying out one day um she had that thing with the tin foil yep mm-hmm. you know it's like mm-hmm. folded out yep tanning to catch the rays to catch the rays and he uh came up and said um do you have a screw oh mm-hmm. and, and then what she happened? was like I don't have a screw, but... And then some music started playing in the background. Yep. Brown chicken, brown cow. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, he put a ring on it. Mm. That's an interesting story. No, like, I, that's I, an I, interesting that's, story. Like, most of that was lies. But, yeah. but, um, that was a lot. That was very plot heavy. Thank yeah. you. She... <laughs> he came to her office to repair her copy machine. Yeah. <laughs> and then and he bent over and she said, nice view. I don't know. Anyway, but the ex-wife says, um, quote, it wasn't this romance that happened overnight. He worked with her for over six months before any of that happened. He wasn't her bodyguard. Then he is a handyman. She hired him to work on her house. Um, she goes on to say that um, he was a single dad five years ago when she met him. Shortly afterwards, she moved in with him. The impression you get is that she's very bitter about the way their relationship ended. Mm -hmm. Whether or not there was actual cheating involved, I don't know. But it's totally plausible when you think about it, right? Like, all of a sudden, because the way she tells it, like, all of a sudden, he's just uninterested in their marriage. Oh, and he's been working on Pamela Anderson's home for the last six months. she walks around naked. I mean... Right? And you know she's been in a tender place. Why? Because she had that like other five-minute oh. marriage that dissolved after she learned maybe he was just out to get um, money, some money and attention. Yeah. Right? She Her choicing skills are questionable. I mean, 
We all know people who like to be in love, but generally speaking, I think you should have people... You should take people one at a time. Right. Not in groups. Or other people's people. That, too. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, I I don't even know what's happening with this next story, but it involves Army Hammer, the devil, and Dr. Oz. Mm. Sounds like a good movie. It does a little bit. I can't wait to hear about it. The Devil and Dr. Oz. After this on My Talk 1071. What do Army Hammer, The Devil, and Dr. Oz have in common? We're going to find out on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi, ladies. So I'm guessing all of these characters appear in this next scenario. They do, actually. Otherwise, it would be kind of weird. I was like, oh, we're going to talk about cheese. <laughs> no, I want to tell you about um, an interview that Dr. Oz did recently. And oh, I have conversations to be having about that in a moment. But first, I want you to hear Paige Lorenz, Lorenzi, uh, Paige. We'll just call her Paige. Paige. She is one of the exes of Army Hammer, mm. who's been talking about his weird stuff cannibalism okay mm-hmm. let's have a listen had she or members of the family heard things about him well she, she never specifically she said anything mom. to me because i don't think she wanted to assume but you know she literally just said things like he has demonic behaviors the devil was kind of trying to take him um things like that and i didn't grow up extremely religious so that was a little bit out of touch for me but I did kind of get a feeling from her like she knew that he had a very, very dark side. Okay, so um, back it up, switch it, reverse it. That's Paige. Imagine you're talking to your uh, boyfriend's mom, and she just casually lets out that uh, her son is being chased by the devil. Oh my gosh, I'm out of there so fast. And he's got a dark side. Bye! That is synonymous with... Satan. Yeah, we're done now. I feel like that's when you do the thing where you're like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, I totally left my um, doors open and my iron on. And I need to go and I'm going to never, you probably won't see me again. And then you're going to hear something to the effect of, oh, that didn't work because I didn't have the button on. (laughs) And then you'll hear something to the effect of, there it is. Yeah. Yep. And I'm out. Stage left. And, and again, this is not like a blame the victim experience mm-hmm. because, you know, Paige Lorenz has talked about some just bizarre, inappropriate. It, she's not the one. No, she is the one. Isn't she the one with the letter A? Yeah, she's the one that accused Army Hammer of branding her with the letter A. So. Again, this is not to like shame her for being a victim. This is just like I can't believe she found herself in such a place as the man or excuse me, the mother of the man whom you are dating saying that he has a dark side mm-hmm. and the devil is out to get him. Yeah, that's not like a little dark side. That's like the darkest of all dark sides. Yeah. And that is a pack your bags and bye. Actually, and, you can leave your bags behind. Get out of there as fast as humanly possible. Um, now, so that's terrifying. Her story is terrifying. 
But there was also a reason I brought this conversation to the show today. But wait, ad- <laughs> there's, wait there's more. more. In addition to the fact that it's just eye-opening from Paige Lorenz's experience with Army Hammer, which we have talked about, involved her being cut yeah. by Branded. Army Hammer. Ooh. Right? Yeah, with the letter A for Army. We also have to talk about who she's talking to. Dr. Oz. Mm-hmm. What the heck yeah. is Paige Lorenz? And again... I'm not talking to Paige in a judgmental no, way. Nope. But knowing what we know about Dr. Oz, why is Dr. Oz doing a segment with Paige Lorenz on that, Army Hammer? Yeah, like I thought that he was trying to do all medically stuff and like Garcinia Cambogia. Like I don't understand. It feels to me this feels more Dr. Philly <laughs> than Dr. Oz. Well, also, I just want like I want whoever is booking her on interviews to be taken seriously. Right, right. And I don't take Dr. Oz seriously. Right. So who, okay, so let's actually do this exercise. Like, who would you, if you were the person in charge of Paige Lorenz, who would you hold out for? Gail King. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, and even Gail King. Like, look, I am not saying that Gail King is not what she is, which is... It is to say that there is a time and a place to talk about these salacious things. Mm-hmm. I don't think Dr. Oz is that person. I right. think Gail King would be a much better choice. Right. Yeah. Because I think Gail King would bring a certain... Gravitas. Gravitas that Dr. Oz is not. Because Dr. Oz is so problematic for so many reasons. And mm-hmm. and I think it's, it, it does taint... A little bit, this you know the the subject, right? Like because yeah, you know maybe some people don't care about what a Doctor Oz is, but we, like when I see people on Doctor Oz, I'm like, I don't think you should be going on Doctor Oz. When did this already air, or when does it air? Um, this interview actually aired today. I don't know okay. because you know it's a syndicated show, yeah. so I imagine it's been airing all over the place. Some places maybe it hasn't aired yet. Here it's probably coming this afternoon. Yeah, um, I don't know when Oz shows up locally i just am curious i just am curious how this all actually will go because we heard a nice little segment of it right but dr oz gets real talky sometimes and i just am curious what his perspective is on army on this relationship or on this story right like we heard a small segment of it but what i want to know is like how does he respond to it actually i'm glad you asked Oh, thanks. Because later in the interview, he does recommend garlic oh. as a supplement is a Stop. great way Stop. to avoid oh. demonic possession. Stop. And he you're, sells. You're terrible. Some Garcinia Cambogia with Gar- garlic. Yeah. And you can also go and fill your squirt bottle with some holy water and spray it on people I like mean, you do your just, cat when they again, eat the plants. Like, I want, I'm here for Paige. I don't want her on Dr. Oz because I'm not mm-hmm. taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not taking her seriously. I don't take him seriously. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm still laughing at the garlic. You thought I was going to tell you something real, and then I did. I did. Yeah. Um, Which is a joy I know. in my life. Yeah, because a fun thing we do. I, have, I don't know if you guys have visited the Dr. Oz homepage lately. I don't make a practice. The last time, no, actually, the last time we did, Doctor Oz was trying to sell 
uh, the world on this new like diet, which had like 50 different steps. Do you remember that? It was like how to avoid Mm -hmm. COVID and get thin and also be healthy and live forever. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's still doing that on his OzTube website. It's called System 21. Yeah, there's like literally 21 steps. There's that, which is a system that 20 is 21 steps. It's like a big chart, remember? You had to like go here and then go here. Mm -hmm. It was like the game of life. Anyway, Holly, why, I'm sorry, why? Oh, well, you know, t- just kind of going on your point. So you're looking at the Dr. Oz webpage and they have these stories of celebrities and then they have them next to uh, pseudoscience, which is next to actual science. So it's kind of like, well, what is even the point of Dr. I think, Oz? I, honestly, do you know what I think? I mean, I think Dr. Oz runs afoul of what a lot of people like him do, which is you have to keep an audience any way you can. And right now people don't want, it's not enough to say like, what is, you know, what in your kitchen cabinet is going to kill you. You also need to hear a salacious story about mm-hmm. Paige Lorenz and Army Hammer. Yeah. Which... I don't know. It I, just seems odd because he's a doctor. Well, and that's what I, that's why I'm so curious about like what what else does he say? And like what can he offer her in this moment? Right? Like I understand. <laughs> I understand the perspective of Gail King. Why you would choose yeah. Gail King? I actually even understand the perspective of Doctor Phil. Yeah. Even though I don't agree with it, yeah. I don't think that's the wise place to go. I would understand that perspective, too, as being a place where you wanted to tell your story. I don't understand going to Dr. Oz for that. I mean, it's probably, you know, I don't know. Uh, I I don't know. I'm literally at a loss. We don't know. I'm at a loss. Well, that's today on Dr. Oz. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, you can only have one for the rest of your life. Are you going to choose popcorn or potato chips? 651-641-1071. A very serious question. Popcorn or potato chips for the rest of your life and why after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.